The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hello, Cub fans, and thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show. I'm Danny Rocket, here with a brief message to ask you to become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Sunranto. There's premium content all throughout the year. You get the show early and completely ad-free over there in podcast form. Plus, your support goes to support all the things that we do at the Sunranto Show, like the Cubs caroling this winter, like tickets and beer, like all the parties we throw. It goes to support the music and the Bleacher Bump Band. It goes to support the time that we put in to bring you an entertaining Cubs show. We are completely brought to you by Cubs fans, which means we are not beholden like many, many of the other shows to the corporate oligarchs that stand to influence your opinion about the Chicago Cubs. We are a fan-generated and a fan-supported show, and you should support us. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. It's the offseason, and you don't want to miss a thing. Here's the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto. Michael Cotton. Sunranto. What the hell? We want people people to watch this show, not run away screaming in horror and terror. You sounded like a possessed doll. Hey, it was, it's my, that's my Halloween Sun Ranto call. Yeah, well, it's good. I, I channeled my inner uh, pumpkin pie that I ate earlier. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. I'm Danny Rocket. That was the voice of Michael Cotton. And joining us tonight is Infield Fly Girl coming to us from the West Coast, where it's two hours earlier for her, for uh, you. How is it in the past? Uh, it's slightly lighter than it is there where you are, but not for Dark, much longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this show is brought to you by our 108 Patreon supporters, one of whom will win 
this fabulous uh, long sleeve hooded T-shirt that they gave out at Wrigley Field. This is the Patreon prize of the month. You should become a Patreon member for a dollar at patreon.com slash sunranto or more. You can give more. Um, and then uh, then you could win that. And uh, we'll love you as opposed to now, which we're just very disappointed in you. Um, I also I n- always forget to say this, but um, will you please review our show on iTunes? podcast like we never say that like everybody every podcast in the world is like please it helps us in the ratings and we never say it well, 10 years what, we've been going and we so, never fucking say it well and what's so weird is because we're like deep into this podcast era and we don't really use itunes podcast or whatever like i don't even know what it's fucking called anymore because i haven't used it in just years and years and years so that's why i never think of it like i never open that app on my phone yeah i do all the time but um also you ha- use? Yeah, you- I, I do use it yeah i'm i'm, I'm old school like that I'm, old, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an og podcaster i'm an op but um also hashtag chance in the chat if you would like to win a frank chance postcard sent to if, you I don't, if I don't we remember there there is there is a fairly good chance that we will just forget all together and sign out but yeah, but we did Dominic one last time. I we did it post show because <laughs> didn't let anybody know. But here's a here's what a beautiful ha- uh, chance postcard. I see that many of you have finally because I finally got them, and so uh, you've been finally receiving them in the mail. And you're also I haven't decided the prize yet because there's going to be of all the chances that I've collected, and there's a fair amount of different people in there. If you win twice, then you enter twice. Um, I, I got a couple prizes that I'll put at the end of the year, like, you know, basically like the last show of the year, I'll give away a prize. I'm thinking like, I've got a Pedro stroke bobblehead. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, that's something somebody really wants. Or like whole, me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should put hashtag chance in the chat and give yourself a chance to win it. Um, yeah. I mean, we are eligible. It's the, is it the fishing one? I want it or the it's, karaoke one rather. It's the karaoke. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll right here. Um, they did the John Lester fishing and then the Pedro karaoke. Yeah, Pedro. What's the Bodie McBoat face? Yeah, I don't have the Bodie one. I, I don't. This is the only one I have, and uh, it's torn a little bit right here, bringing the value down from uh, about four hundred thousand dollars to like three eighty. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm exaggerating. But yeah, Pedro Stroke bobblehead. I think let's make that the prize. And I'm uh, for once, I'm actually keeping a list. Somewhere of uh, like on my Google Docs of what the prize <laughs> like is. You're like, I'm keeping a list. I don't I know where it is, but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Bernie says, I just received my Frank Chance card. Thanks. I yeah, it's that. yeah, and also I put them for sale because I realized I probably have too many. I have 500. I was like, well, I'm not even gonna like it's taken 10 years to do a nearly a thousand shows. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to get through 500 chance postcards. So I'm just, I'm selling them. And I thought that it would be a nice thing. They're, they're on uh, Sunranto's website, sunranto.com slash swag, or just click on the swag. And I, and I thought it would be a nice thing, like, because it's Frank Chance, you send it to a Cubs fan that that's like taking a chance in their life. Like whether they're going to sw- yeah, switch their job or, you know, going to, you know, ask their their lady to go steady or, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just taking a chance. 
for luck. I like it. Yeah, it's like a luck. Yeah, luck, a luck card. And uh, so anyway, you can buy them for uh, 10, 20 at a time. You know, I'm, I think they're six bucks. So like it's not going to break the bank. So um, the World Series. Hey, yeah. the, I, I, the World I assume, Series. I, I assume um, IFG, you're currently a Phillies fan. Judging uh, by your lifelong, extremely devoted Philadelphia Phillies fan, yes. Yeah, anybody out there and say it in the chat or if you're going for the Astros, because I'd be curious because I've seen a couple of those memes out there where, you know, when they break up the country as to like this many people are Green Bay Packers fans and these many people are Bears fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the only part that likes the Astros are is it's only <laughs> like the Houston general area. And then everybody, the rest of the country is a Phillies fan. Yeah, I mean, and also we got, as Cubs fans, you know, like, here here I am with Schwarbs. Aww. Here's I'm showing a picture of me. We look like brothers from another mother to this picture. Adorable. Yeah, That's and he's, su- he's such a nice guy. I'd like to, him to get another ring. Um, Nick the Stick, even though he was such a short-lived Cub, I think he really endeared himself to us by – I think what it was, he endeared himself to us because he really loved – Wrigley Field, and he was moved by us singing Go Cubs Go and the electric energy that we provide. So um, Captain Charisma 1988 says, people rooting for the Astros should be blocked, muted, and reported. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I, I, I looked up a few things. Misinformation, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, or for cheating. They're, they're lying to everybody about it. Well, they're never going to live the cheating thing down, I think. And I think that always bothered people because in 2000... 2000- the most hated team in the MLB now? Because it, it's always been in the, the NL, it's the Dodgers. Everybody hates Dodgers because they spend a ton of money and do all this stuff. And then in the AL, it's the Yankees for basically the same reason and being way more successful than anybody else. Are the Astros that now? I, I mean, I think they are. I think the, the league is universally hates the Astros. They've made themselves into a pretty good heel. Yeah. Like, it's, it's easy to performatively hate them. Um, I mean, Dusty like, softens it a bit for me. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I can't. I know Altuve's a goof, but I, I can't help but like the little guy. Like I, I I'm, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'll get all the hate in the world. I'm unabashedly a Jose Altuve fan. I stand for every at bat. I want to put him in my pocket and just like walk around and have him like tell me jokes or something. Like he's, I mean, and that's the thing is in 2017, weren't you going for him? Absolutely. Yeah. No. They, you weren't. I've, I've actually never, never. Astros Dodgers, you weren't going oh, for, for the, the, the Astros. The Dodgers. Never Dodgers. I mean, like a hundred percent. I was all in on the Astros. No, nope. yeah. I, pre- I in and I don't know. I prefer the Dodgers over. I, I've always hated the Astros. I, I really have. They were in the Central sure. for a long time, and for whatever reason, they just chat my ass. Like I just, they, like, they are orange. <laughs> like you know, it's it's like they they're pretty goofy colors. They they just look like a 1978 kitchen. Like then they just never stop. Like they're like the Padres. Uh, honestly, if, if, honestly though, the best part about the Astros are the creamsicle uniforms. <laughs> That's for me. That's the only thing that I even like about them is I like that. But when they played they, the White Sox in the World Series and lost, uh, I was. I was hoping for the meteor like that's, you know, Danny was talking with Sarah about that the other day. 
you know, Yankees, Astros, or the Meteor just smashing and killing them all. I was hoping for the Meteor back then, and I, I just hate the Astros. I don't know why. It's Can you imagine if the Astros and the Padres had gotten in the World Series, and then they were like orange and brown on Halloween, and they're just oh, all – it, it actually would have gone really well if, it, if that was the matchup. Um, yeah, th- this is like – I was talking with Sarah about this too, about just the red and orange that's going to be out there. Yeah. This time it's gonna be. It's, it's, well, it's gonna be awful. The uh, the Bears are playing the Cowboys this week, and they're wearing the blue and the orange. Like they're wearing the actual the colors, and not doing a white and a dark color. Could you imagine if it was the Phillies and Astros doing that? The orange and the red, like actual the on the field. How fucked up that would look on your TV? Yeah, like yeah. as it is, they'll wear opposites right they'll wear their their whites and their yeah well i have have no confidence that's going to happen i have like we are going to have a red red matchup it was it was (laughs) actually against the rules a long time ago because our tvs were so shitty the color would not have been able to handle it (laughs) you wouldn't know who was in the field and who was hitting so I do have some uh, kind of com- comparative stats. I, d- I looked up a few things, so I just like put it out there and be an informative podcast for once instead of just a bunch of opinions. That but uh, the the Astros that was their first World Series win in 2017. This would be their second if they win. It would be Dusty's first, except for when he won it as a player in 1980 with the Dodgers. That's um, the only thing that makes me not like. Do it for Dusty. Yeah, yeah. Dusty Baker being there would be cool. He's taken what three different teams to the World Series now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and they won. The Nationals won right after he left, and then and, and unfortunately, one of those fucking teams was not the Cubs in two thousand three. I changed my mind. Fuck Dusty. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. He did murder Mark Pryor. So <laughs> I always said I would never forgive him for killing Carrie and Mark, but mm-hmm. he, also, he set us. He set us back another like ten years and, until Theo showed up in thirteen. Yeah, but he's so different now. He changed. So no, I, I like him as a person. I can't. Yeah, I like his toothpick. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> In 2005, you mentioned they lost to the White Sox, so screw them for doing that. It would have been nice to see the White Sox lose. Um, And they lost last year to the Braves, and in 2019, they lost to the Nationals. So they've been there a bunch recently. And um, the way they got here is they haven't lost yet, so they swept the Mariners, and then they swept the Yankees. So it's like they're coming in real hot. And uh, the Phillies, they have – they won it in 2008, so it hasn't been that long for them either. 2008 is not that long ago. I guess it is kind of 14 years. Um, they also won in 1980. <laughs> nobody nobody is a long time except for Cleveland now that we've or, had ours. Or if you've like, never won it. Yeah. Or yeah. Or if Which, you've never won it. And yeah. that's why I wanted the Padres-Mariners matchup. I wanted someone getting there first. You know, that would be so cool. Yeah. Right, because now you're talking like the 60s and shit. Yeah, neither of these teams, I mean, there are people, I, I mean, like in the Cubs case, you know, there were people that had like lived a hundred years, <laughs> you know, still yeah. never seen it. Yet. There were people who li- were born and died, a shit ton of people born and died without yeah. even a, a fucking chance. 
Yeah. Just <laughs> without even a World Series. There were people who without were born and died, a ton of people, from 45 when they were in the World Series to 84. Like, that was, you know, yeah. 40 years. Lots yeah. of people just born and dead. Yeah. A lot but of I mean, Cubs fans just lived their entire pretty, lives. It's a pretty significant wars in that time, too. A lot of those people didn't make it. Yeah, they didn't see it. So, um, so yeah, they, the Phillies, uh, they won in uh, – do you remember that 1980? I, I, I know you're probably too young, IFG, for it, the 1981. Um, do you remember it? You probably were pretty young for the 1981. No, I'm – Steve I'm, Carlton. It's one of the ones I first – No, I'm two years remember. younger or – Older. One or two years younger no, than you. You're two years. You're 76, right? Yeah. So, so you were four. More importantly, when did you start watching baseball enough to remember who the World Series winners were? It was literally, it was, it was, I mean, that's why 1984 is such a big deal for me because I was eight years eight. old. And yeah. in like the team you love when you're like seven or eight, it's really hard to not love that team for your whole life because that's when you really start to pull for it. And you're a kid and you just, you make that your whole life there for whatever amount of time they're on especially because the cubs were on in the daytime so absolutely yes. yeah so that made a huge difference but um yeah i i do remember that uh, steve carlton i do remember them celebrating tug mcgraw and i always thought he had a cool name and i loved their baseball cars they had a guy named bake mcbride who had just was huge like uh Car <laughs> jose cardinal afro and his little hat sitting up on top you know just, <laughs> it was like that early 1980s look or late 70s it's just so good you know um so i i always liked that that team and um then they they lost in or yeah they lost to the uh, orioles in 83 so they had some good teams there with mike schmidt and steve carlton and pete rose was on some of those teams for a while there so yeah they, they they're pretty good they, they these two um playing that veteran stadium where it was all the, the astro turf with the bounce and <laughs> the bouncy uh astro turf and they would always he'd always bounce the ball over there you know yeah. infielders used to use the the AstroTurf to get it to the first basement faster. I have, I have heard oh, nothing wow. but horror stories uh, from baseball players about veteran stadium. And, you know, and didn't they, they played football there too. And then they had like a jail. They had so many unruly fans. They actually had to have like full on jails to hold them because he, so that the, the police could come get them later. <laughs> so uh no it's uh, I, I think they probably Walter still paddy wagon yeah i think they still have a jail it's wrigley's got a little little jail wrigley's got a little it's not a jail jail like they probably had a pretty sizable pen in veteran state have you seen imagine. the jail at wrigley i have not it's not part I, of the I, tour I, unfortunately or, or, or <laughs> it really or, should be that's should what everybody wants to see family day hey kids Here's where it's, you'll be in 20 years. It's <laughs> probably in their Hall of Fame. It's like one of the doors there. Uh, no, I, I've never seen it. I got thrown out of Wrigley with uh, for my bachelor party. We got tossed. That's impressive. And they they actually just made us leave. I thought they were ta they were taking us down into the bowels of Wrigley, which is now like beautiful part of Wrigley, but it was just like empty nothing. <laughs> storage shit maybe the jail was already full and they just had to they were, like, they were we just like it. yeah they just opened the door and in the fucked up part was it was like one of those garage doors and they didn't even open it very far 
So like all our drunk asses had to like lean way down to get under it. <laughs> they were just like, fuck you. We're not even going to lift it all the way up. We're just going to make you crawl under. <laughs> yeah, I have not been kicked out of Wrigley. I've only been kicked out of Bush Stadium, which I'm kind of proud of. No, that was for me. your 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 ridiculously tame <laughs> shirt, right? Uh, no, no, it it was a other guy's shirt that just said Cubs suck. Oh, I stood up for him. They got kicked out. I stood up for him. Some guy told me to where I could stick it, and I was like, "Dude, like settle down." And then the security came. Then the cops came, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm out of here." Like, and so the cop jawed me all the way to the front door, tried to get me to do something, and I didn't. So I just. Rode that, off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't say he was by association. Oh, he was ready to put me down. Like, no, I was hanging out with Cardinal fans and all that. They had a cheer that they did about the Cubs sucking. And I was like, and it was true. It was like 2013. Like, we'd sucked really bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's hilarious, though, that you're like sticking up for somebody and then that's what gets you tossed. Yeah. I'm uh, like, who cares? It just said suck. I'm a Cubs fan. It doesn't bother me. Um, Bernie, Bernie says she had, had a bachelorette party at, at Wrigley. Oh, Bernie, if only we had been there the same day, it could have been real messy. Yeah, it would have been ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun day. I, I I hung out with, I met some guy out uh, when I used to smoke. I met some guy out smoking at a uh, at a uh, Arizona Diamondbacks game, and the game went extra innings. And uh, the guy was like, hey, you want to come up to our suite? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So they had uh, a skybox. They had rented it and they were a bachelorette party from can or bachelor party from Canada. So we go back up there and he's like, Oh my God. Cause there was women in there. Cause there was, there were all these dudes and then there were all these women. And he's like, apparently they had linked up with another, with a bachelorette party that was also from Canada. They didn't know oh, each wow. other or anything. Why they ended up down in Arizona at the ball game is beyond me. It was Cubs versus Diamondbacks. Like I'm like, of all things. And, and, okay. So Danny, what, which so what's the search term on Pornhub to find this? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Diamondbacks bachelor bachelorette party goes wild. Yeah, well, uh, well, I didn't see it. I'll tell you that much because they all got out of there. They're like, because the game went extras, and they're like, screw this, and they left, and they and they left me in there with Nicole and like. One other guy, two other guys that didn't want to go. They're like, yeah, I didn't want to go to the strip club. So we like ended up with this stiff who just like, you know, I'm like, whatever. We and we, but th- we had all this Miller light. We're like, oh, this is great. You know, all, the rest of the ballpark yeah. had to stop drinking and we we're just in this suite. Anyway, that is, uh, and, and, and the bachelor and bachelorette party went off and do the, you know, did whatever oil, they did. Yeah. Vinegar. It was a salad. So, uh, getting back to this World Series, and, and <laughs> not my incredible life, uh, but um, you just got way off the rails there. That was great. So, uh, the Phillies—they uh, beat the Cardinals two games, inc- including that. This is how they got to the World Series. They beat the Cardinals in the wild card, and that incredible. Remember, they were about to lose the first game against the Cardinals, and they scored five runs in the ninth inning, and A they beat. The, it was so awesome. And uh, then they only lost one against the Braves, who they were eight and eleven in the regular season against. But the, and then they only lost one against the Padres, who they uh, were four and three against in the regular season. And they did the uh, Astros and the Phillies. They faced each other this year, three games. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. And uh, the Astros won two or three. 
but there was a shutout. The Phillies, uh, they they got shut out ten nothing by Verlander, and then Nola shut out the Astros three nothing, and then in the middle there was a three to two uh, game, and get this, it was on the last day of the year. It was the last series of the year that oh the Phillies God. and Astros so, played. Yeah, not so nuts. It's, it's been like less a than a month. Series preview. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That and they, they probably wouldn't have thought, you know, I mean, I knew they had a chance. They knew they were both in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. so they must have been in the back of their mind kind of, but they, they showed him Nola and they showed him Verlander. Well, everybody's seen Verlander at this point. <laughs> eight hundred. It's like, but um, anyway, I found that kind of interesting. And um, Astros won- lived and died during his career. Yeah, I'm just exactly. gonna start using that as everything now. People it's an ad stat that just works. People have lived and died during the first 23 minutes of this show, and yes, that is that, actually true. It, you that's know, probably true. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, they didn't even have ch- chance to get to be a Cubs fan. Lucky them. So <laughs> they just showed him this show, killed him right killed away. Him. Exactly. They're like, ah, I hate this world. I'm out. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what happens here. So, oh, dead baby part of the show. That's just a great way to start. So, um, uh, so, um, I know. Dark, it's just dark. Just, yeah, just going dark. dark. We're t- now back to the World Series, okay? <laughs> so, um, anyway, the, the Astros, they won 18 more games. And um, what else is more inter- Oh, this is kind of interesting. Okay. So, the offenses are pretty close to each other. I looked up like the comparative season stats of the offenses and here I'll put, I'll put up a little graph graphic here. Um, here's the, um, here's the Astros offense in the uh, playoffs so far, as you can see, Jeremy Pena is kind of leading the pack, the guy that they had, so they didn't need Correa. <laughs> so they guys got another superstar. He's uh, slashing 303, 324, 667, three home runs. Um, Alex Bregman, uh, two home runs. Guriel, two home runs. Chaz McCormick, the same. Jordan Alvarez, two huge home runs. And uh, those are all, all those guys have uh, OPSs above 800. The only guy that's actually having kind of a crappy uh, time of it is Altuve. He is three for 32. I mean, three of 32, not good. Yeah. Uh, only one extra base hit. He's batting 0.094. So, um, and then uh, I'll put up the Phillies here, the Phillies hitting, and this is uh, what they've done uh, in the playoffs so far. Bryce freaking Harper. Jesus. <laughs> He's slashing 419, 444. Slugging nine oh seven for a thirteen fifty one OPS. Okay, and and while that's amazing, isn't Schwarber just like right behind him? Mm. Well, no, he's he's pretty far behind him. He's got three home runs. Reese Hoskins also has five home runs. They've been slugging it hard. Um, Schwarber has an eight thirty two OPS. He's only batting two hundred. Edmundo Sosa, um, well, no, he only has four oh, okay. bats. He does not count. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Reese Hoskins, they're not they're not batting for average. Hoskins only he's got a one eighty two average, but he has five <laughs> home runs. That's killing him. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's killing their OPS, but they're they're hitting the shit out of the ball. 
Yeah. So, and then um, I'm going to put the uh, the team stats here, and this this is all of the the playoff teams that have played this year, um, divided by OPS here. And the Phillies and the Astros are second and third as far as OPS goes. They've uh, but the uh, Phillies have hit 16 home runs in these playoffs. Astros 12. Padres have hit 15, but they're sitting at home. Um, so and really only the Blue Jays hit for average, but it was only 70 at bats in two games when they hit two, 271. But uh, all the batting averages are pretty darn low. 237. Yeah, is uh, is the Phillies and 227. Great pitching, so nobody's hitting. But at least when they do hit, they're hitting it out of the park. So it goes that's, far. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that's good. It's it's a little rough because that's not the most fun type of baseball. But whatever. What are you gonna do? Well, in the regular season, here's some comparative stats. Uh, they were the Astros pretty much lead in all these offensive categories, but they were seventh and eighth in OPS in the majors. Fourth and sixth in homers, the Astros hit nine more. Ninth and 15th in walks. Um, Astros had the second fewest strikeouts, so they don't strike out a lot. Phillies stole the fifth most bases. Astros are average. Phillies and Astros are seventh and eighth in runs scored in the major leagues this year. Phillies have scored 10 more runs than the Astros. So that's uh, that's how they they – they match up. I mean, I mean, I know the pitching's great, but I mean, what do you, what do you think's going to happen? I, I think Phillies continue to slug it. Uh, yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Will they have enough guys on base when they're crushing the ball? You know what I mean? They, that's the thing you can, you can hit two or three home runs, and it's not going to matter it's if... Two to one still. Yeah, you know, or if, you know, they... If the Astros had, you know, one guy on, they hit one home run, and then it's it's close. It's like, yeah. I don't know. The The whole live and die by the home run is not, mm, not the most fun. I think it's really hard to tell when you get teams at this point in the, in the season, especially the way that the the whole tournament thing has gone on. Well, these uh, teams I, are so evenly matched uh, as far as their yeah. offense goes. It really is. And I'll get to it in a second. It's Except pitch. for the fact that the Phillies are, are number uh, over here, number six, on, you know, on the, the national league side, they were, the, they were the lowest seeded team on the national league side. And the Astros are the number one seed on the American league side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it makes you they're, think they're down here. I we can't even see them because I was I mean, fe- go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, the Phillies got swept by the Cubs. So yeah, exactly. The whole season. The whole season. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that up. I have a little graphic <laughs> for that. We we beat them as bad as fifteen to two on July twenty second. That was the the first game after the All Star break. The there was a two to one and a two to nothing is four to three, but uh, yeah, we, we pretty much got them uh, this year. Um, but yeah, they, so I want them to win just for the sheer fact that we could say we swept the world champs of 2022. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago that really that was going to be the best part of the Phillies 
even getting to the World Series is the fact that we can say that. Yeah. We're and getting... then half of them are Cubs, so. Yeah, well, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I like watching Kyle Schwarber. I really do. You know, it's, it's fun. I, I naturally want to root for him. Now, getting into the some of the pitching here, and I'll, I'll put up um, some of the, the Phillies pitching first. Um, do I even have the Astros pitching? I think I, did, I screwed it up and didn't get it. But um, you, you can see here uh, that uh, they only have – see, Sir Anthony Dominguez is probably their best – bullpen arm Syndergaard's been throwing it really well he's got a 169 ERA nice Zach Wheeler uh 178 Ranger Suarez with a two those are your starters um do you, Aaron Nola a little higher yeah do you do you think both of you uh answer on this like have they have the Phillies been using Sir Anthony Dominguez a little much I mean I guess it doesn't matter because for some reason, they decided to give these teams a week off before the World Series. But I was watching this, and, and they were they they seemed to bring him out a lot. I don't yeah, know. what do you think? Uh, I mean, he, look at it right there. He's uh, seven point two innings as far he's that. See, I guess as far as r- relievers go, that's the most. Zach Eflin looks like Alvarado had eight. Yeah, well, I mean, and I'll, I'll get into it in a moment, but yeah. you know, they, they've been they've been uh, pitching it pretty well uh, in the postseason so far, except for Bradley Falter, who only went who faltered pretty badly in that final uh, game that he pitched in. Although they ended up winning, um, but uh, remember he gave up three runs and couldn't even he only got the two outs. But on the season, the Phillies had a three ninety seven earned run average, which was eighteenth in the majors. To the Astros, two ninety, and um, I'll put up the Astros pitching here in the in the playoffs right now. They've got one, two, three, four, five bullpen guys that have not given up a run yet. So six point one innings for Brian Abreu, five for Luis Garcia. Ryan Presley has taken five point one innings, and Ryan Stanek. Two Hunter Brown, three point two. Um, the only one that hasn't pitched all that great is Verlander, because <laughs> he's got a six thirty ERA in his two starts. And um, you know the Phillies, uh, the the Cubs had a uh, they they had a, an ERA of four even on the season. And you know what the Cubs pitching staff looked like? The Phillies were only point oh three better, three three ninety seven. And uh, the Astros had the best bullpen in Major League by ERA at 280. The Phillies had a 427 bullpen ERA. So <laughs> the it's not looking great uh, as far as the pitching goes. They're they're they got to cobble together. They picked up David Robertson from the Cubs, um, but they neither bullpen has given up a lot of homers. But the Phillies bullpen has walked the seventh most batters. And they have the seventh worst strikeout to walk ratio, whereas the Astros have walked the fourth fewest batters and have the seventh best strikeout to walk ratio. So this is where you're really seeing the difference here. Um, yeah, I, I the more I looked at the stats today, the less I, I the more I felt like that uh, the Phillies were just gonna like run up against this buzzsaw that is. 
the Astros <laughs> pitching staff and I'll, I'll put up the stats for the comparative stats here. But the Astros overall have an ERA in the playoffs, all their pitchers, of 188 in 72 total innings pitching pitched. The Phillies, 306, but that's over a run higher. So, yeah, it's it, it looks bad. But, I mean, the Phillies seem like they're having more fun right now. And maybe the Astros feel like they have more pressure on them because, I mean, they are always there, but they only have one championship. Like, are they starting to be the Dodgers? known as the ones that, yeah, choke the the World Series? So, you know, I, I, there's something to be said about being loose in this game. Unfortunately, I think the Astros might just be good enough to get through all of that yeah but they're so professional and also the other thing i notice is the astros have only given up five home runs in this whole postseason over over a total of seven games and the phillies over the course of 11 games have given up 12 home runs so it's higher average there and they were playing a pretty sluggy teams too so um and then the last uh, bit of stats I want to give you before taking it to commercial is that the Phillies committed 69 errors this year. Nice. nice. Astros 72. That's fourth and sixth best in the majors. Um, the Mariners and Marlins also committed 69 errors. Very nice teams. Nice. Uh, defensively this year. Now here's where it gets a little tricky. The Astros have the fifth best defensive run saved. The Phillies sixth worst. Um, Astros have the third best DER defensive efficiency ratio. Phillies sixth worst defensive efficiency yeah, ratio. The, the Phillies were known for just slugging past their defensive woes, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you want? Do you want logic and analytics, or do you want dogs <laughs> and vibes? Yeah, exactly. I, I do vibes, want the baby. dogs and the vibes. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying like. You know, the knock on, I mean, we all laughed about it. You know, oh, you got to have Schwarber in left and Castellanos is in right. You know, you better have, I don't know, uh, you, you better have like somebody like. A golden um, retriever in center field. Wh- Willie Mays. <laughs> yeah, Willie Mays. Or I, I was thinking of uh, who's the guy uh, who was on the, Billy Hamilton. Who yeah. could like, you know, just run everything down. Um, you better you, have him. You would actually accept Billy Hamilton's bat in that situation. Yeah, just so he could get to the balls. So, uh, but yeah, no, we were making fun of it at the beginning of the year, and they got all those sluggy lefties that the Cubs need, actually. But, um, you know, they, but yeah, the offense isn't great. Although the catching has been great, and Real Muto, he throws everybody out 40% of runners. Yeah, I I think this is our new t shirt Dongs and Vibes. Yeah, new complicated shirt Dongs and it's not very complicated. But uh, I, we can we can make that shirt, yeah. <clears throat> and then um, it also sounds kind of dirty. Yeah, it does. And then, uh, but yeah, Real Muto best in M- MLB at throwing out runners, forty percent. The Astros, Martin Maldonado and Christian Vasquez, uh, slightly below league average at throwing mm-hmm. guys out. So, um, so given all those stats, I mean, the offenses are kind of the same. The pitching, as at least in the regular season and in the playoffs, has been pretty drastically different um what do you think 
I know what we're rooting for, but what do you think? Philly's in four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they, uh, who who has home field this year? I don't even. I, I I would assume the Astros. That because yes, sorry. Sometimes I get into my head because so for so many years they had. I don't know. They flipped a fucking coin. It was stupid. They on American League, National League, but now it's the best record. So the Astros have home field. Yeah. So they're starting in Texas. If they win it, okay, then Philly's in five. They win it on that third game in Philadelphia, and they burn the town down. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're already greasing the poles. <laughs> Did you see that? That they're greasing the poles? Did I see that? Okay. I got to bring it up. Bless that city. Well, you, you've got a uh, it. right there. If your city, this is my one of my TFCs. If your city doesn't have to grease its light poles to prevent your degenerate fans from climbing them, you honestly don't deserve to go to the World Series. In Houston, they just shoot you down. Like they don't even <laughs> mess around. They're like, <laughs> you know, that's why nobody does it. They're they like, electrify those fuckers. Yeah, They're they just, just like, electrify. You're shocked. Yeah, they use the same people that do the border fence. So, um. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. I can't. I think the Astro. It's going to make everybody mad, but I think the Astros really do have the advantage with the pitching. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's like how good that they've been. Yeah. Um, you know, they haven't lost. They've looked dominant. They made the, the Yankees look look like little kids. IFG, what are you going to go? Dongs and vibes, man. Dongs and vibes. Sounds I mean, good. I love it. Yeah, I know. I, I I want that to happen. I really, I really do. And what's gonna and it really is gonna piss me off because I don't know if you were watching the game the other day, but like you had Ted Cruz out there. Look at him oh, like God. in the back. He's, okay, so you can't see very well what he's doing, but my first thought was he is snorting a line. <laughs> off of whatever he's got right there because he's kind of leaning down over like a thing and yeah i don't know it looks like he's sticking his yeah i well no he's hundo he, up his nose well it's it's annoying because <laughs> you know what he's doing he's he's trying to be he wants to be a president you know so he's going up there and he's just like oh i'll be at the ball game and everybody will talk about me and i'll wear my astros thing and i'll look like and i'll drink a beer and i'll look like a real guy and like but this is the most ted cruz thing ever right he's at yankee stadium yeah he's this not even at a home didn't game. even go to texas like he's like i ain't going there that place sucks that place sucks <laughs> <laughs> you ever see like, it, their the representation Bronx. they've got the worst government <laughs> i'm in it i should know um he's like but, I'm, I'm worried it's going to be too cold but i was proud of yankee fans and uh like <laughs> there's there's ted Bad cruz people. he's waving to people some guys getting with thumbs down do you have one two three Full and this is from the not this is from the expensive seats though. These guys yeah, are like stockbrokers the and stuff. Don't these are get thrown out. Yeah, and they're just fully odd flipping them birds. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. So, so okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, before we go to the break, I did find one thing while we were talking here uh, about the World Series, and that's the umpires. So I just thought it'd be interesting to to throw these up, uh, James Hoy. Never heard of him, so he's awesome. Dan Iasonga? Iasonia. 
I have Sonia. Yeah. I thought it was lasagna. I've, I've heard of him. I've heard of him, but it's net, net, not with any kind of negative connotations. Only because his name's I Sonia. Yeah, you're gonna Trip, remember that. Trip Gibson. Yeah, which I've heard by of far the best name, right? Yeah. Jordan Baker. Yep. And then out uh, Lance Barksdale. I have heard Oof. that name. Yeah. But it looks. I don't know. He's in you the only know field. his name because his name is Barksdale, and it's and it. You know, makes it yep. sound like a cartoon dog, like on a mystery show. Yeah, and then Alan Porter, uh, and uh, in reserve, Pat Hoberg, who I've never heard of. I, I heard of all these guys except for James Hoy. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I don't have any negative connotations with any of these guys. I feel like Trip Gibson was the kid selling weed outside of my hop, my high school. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might have been he straightened himself up became an umpire. <laughs> That's how that went down. Um so we're we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're gonna be right back to talk about the gold glove awards that are coming out um soon. Well I, it's gonna be a while, right? When do they announce it? After the season, right? I, I- I think yeah, so. I think everything comes after the yeah, season. Yeah, I think it's off to the season. But but uh, anyway, there's a, a couple of uh, gloves of interest that we will talk a little bit about. But in the meantime, we're just going to play a Patreon commercial. So you should become our patron at sunranto.com. Uh, I mean, patreon.com slash sunranto. We shall be right back. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back to the Sun Ranto Show and Podcast. Um, so if you if you notice, like on our screen right now, there are two QR codes. And uh, I had an idea that uh, if you didn't want to become a Patreon patron, uh, patron, a <laughs> Patreon patron. Um, if you didn't want to uh, do that, what you could do is Venmo us or PayPal us like $5 or, or a dollar every now and again, and it will be split evenly amongst the hosts you see in front of you now per on a per show basis. So if you want to buy us a beer for doing the show tonight, um, 
Good. Buy Michael a beer. He he doesn't have enough. <laughs> These are only like you know two fifty at the you know down at the Dirty John's grocery. So yeah, exactly. So it, it this will be instant satisfaction. I will check my phone and also uh, hash, hashtag chance in the chat, would you? Um, and then you could win a uh, Frank Chance postcard with a message of doom and hope. So uh, let's talk about these Gold Glove finalists. Michael, you put these in the chat. You want to? I did. I went, well, so the Gold Glove finalists were announced, and there were a few that I thought Cubs fans should be, you know, a little interested in. First one, shortstops, of course. So here we go. In the AL shortstop race, we've got Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, and Jeremy Pena. Now, uh, Bogarts and Correa on the, you know, on the radar for guys we want to go after in the offseason. And then in the NL, uh, Ha-Sung, I I don't know how to say it. Ha-Sung Kim. Yeah. San Diego, Miguel Rojas, Miami, and Dansby Swanson in Atlanta. And a lot of people are starting to talk about Dansby a little bit, uh, about him coming. And, I mean, surprisingly, based on what I've heard on Cubs Twitter, there, you know, there wasn't any Nico Horner, which, you know. I've been, uh, there's been a lot of love for Nico Horner and I've, you know, nothing against Nico Horner. I was just always like, I don't think he's one of the better, you know, shortstops out there and he gets no love for the, uh, gold glove either. But out of that, uh, what are you thinking here for, you know, we got Xander, we got Carlos Correa and Dansby Swanson, which one? It's all we're going to hear about. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the, the other one that didn't make this list, interestingly enough, is Trey Turner. So he, he wasn't in on it. Uh, Rojas and Swanson and Kim instead. Did, did Turner maybe miss too many games? I think he was hurt for a little while. Yeah, I, I really don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just it. We're going to have to hear the sh- shortstop sweepstakes until it happens. I I really hope that the Cubs swoop down and do something like right away. As soon as the yeah. as soon as the gates open, just and some teams do that. Here's my money. Give me a shortstop. Like I don't yeah. want to do this all winter. Yeah, it's, I mean it, it's going to be it, it's a it's a little frustrating that the Cubs always like they seem like they just dip their toe in and they just like you know want to kind of see what's going on in the market. And then all these chips are coming off. I mean, and I didn't really talk about it because you know Bryce Harper's incredible numbers here in the playoffs, but. Everybody, because we were so used to getting the shiny new toy that everybody wanted every single year, that when you know everybody assumed that we would at least be in on Bryce Harper, I don't think we really were. So no, I don't think we were either. And because of the amount of time, I think that uh, with the Ricketts in this front office, that Jason Hayward deal has scared them away from anything that's sort of long-term well and that's my issue with the Correa thing is because he did the opt-out thing with the twins just to get the high AAV and then he could just get out of there if he wanted to try again because it was a tough shortstop field last year you had Baez in it and everything 
this is kind of similar. It's just like more great shortstops coming at you. And so I'm looking at this and I'm like, uh, well, isn't he just going to want the years again? And aren't we just not going to want to do that again? Like all these guys are going to want the years. And then yeah. you look at somebody like Bryce Harper, who didn't even want any opt-outs. 13 years, no opt-outs. Just, right. I want to be a Philly. I'm ride or die with this team. And, like, that is a rare uh, – and I was never a big Bryce Harper fan, but that kind of makes me a fan of him. It is It is very rare. Um, I, You know, one of the guys that is literally just kind of getting on my radar because it, he wasn't out there last year as a thought is Dansby Swanson. And, uh, yeah, listening to Cubs talk today, he's out there uh, as an idea for a free agent, and he's like the lowest priced guy. Like when they were looking at the projections of what these guys would make, they were looking at him at like six and one forty, which is way lower than everybody else. Everybody else is in the eight and three hundred. Well, I'm, I'm looking at baseball reference, and I know people like the fan graph war better, but um, five, 5.7 war last year for Dansby, and Carlos Correa was 5.4, little lower. Yeah. I mean, Bernie so, Barron says she wants Dansby. Yeah. I like the, it because, it, like, our names are similar. <laughs> you know. You're going to be Dansby Rocket from now yeah, on? exactly. Dansby Rocket. <laughs> Vince be yeah. rocking his board. I mean, uh, that, is that's gonna is that gonna disappoint a lot of people that it, it won't be like the best in in the field? But I mean, hey, five point seven WAR. I mean, he uh, he uh, had a one fifteen OPS plus. I mean, he, here's the thing: twenty five home runs. I mean, but not- the bit the big knock on him is he has a career OPS under eight hundred. Yeah, but he's been this year he was not that he was getting better and he seems to have turned to turned a corner. So, you know, that's why he's kind of on that lower end because career wise, he hasn't shown that he's the same kind of bat as these other guys, but he is the glove. He is the glove. And I mean, Danny, you know, the old days, you didn't expect your, uh, your shortstop to hit 50 home runs, you know, you were hope you get a shortstop that played good defense was you know really strong and if he hit fifteen homers you were goddamn over the roof you know so I don't know I feel like it's a little more in that range he might that would be the only drawback but if he has kind of figured something out with that twenty five home runs he's got some pop and if I don't we're, know, he if might we're he might be at- the steal. If we're looking at something more glovey anyway, with the shift going away and whatnot, I mean, it's not the worst idea. And and you're getting him at a at a discounted rate just because that career bat doesn't look I'm, as I'm good only, as the other guys. I'm only fine with it if you do something else that's bigger. But you run out of positions at some point. Yeah, like, but you're you're pitching. It, it opens you up to also get a pitcher. And if they if they were to do Dansby and then just nobody else, then it that fucking blows. But if they do that and then they go out and they also, you know, lock a pitcher up or maybe two, like because you're saving you're you're getting him for like half of what the other guys are wanting, then you know, maybe you can go get 
you know, a higher end ace. And then, then you're filling two holes versus one, which I've heard is better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm looking what, at... I don't even know what that means. Let people, let people see. This is why, this is why Lucas Schultz is sending in some money. Uh, <laughs> Lucas Schultz says he sent some money on payback. He did. He, he sent in 20 bucks. So we're oh, all thanks, Lucas. Thanks, Thank Lucas. I really, we really appreciate that. And it's, and it's probably, and now he's regretting it. He's going to unsend it. Because the stuff you said, Michael. So uh, how about um, how about filling the hole at first at first base? Um, you got some Gold Glovers here. Lu- oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Luis Arias, Vladimir I, Guerrero, and Anthony Rizzo. Oh, I've got my next group here. Yeah. So these are just interesting to Cubs fans, right? So AL first base race has Anthony Rizzo in it. So here here we go. Uh, he's he's not a Cub. He was washed up. There's no need to keep him. He hit 32 home runs, and he's in the gold glove race. And um, I don't – I mean, I know who Vladimir Guerrero is. I don't really know Luis Arreyes. Are you, is, are you clocking that guy much? I mean, he's a Minnesota twin, so no. No, not at all. I, I think – I don't know. I just based on nothing, ass stats. That's Rizzo's Gold Glove, right? I mean, it's the writers that vote, so it's um, a it's well. A okay, so it's the writers that vote. They they like Rizzo. They yeah. saw him longer in the you know the guys who weren't maybe watching him. Uh, you know the guys out on the West Coast who weren't watching him earlier watched him in the playoffs. And he he looked good in the playoffs. I could see him just sort of getting the, I mean, he gets a bump for being on the Yankees and for being a name. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero has a great name too, but he's up in Canada, and you know, I don't know. You yeah. Know, well, I'll tell you this much, and I do want to talk about it in, in five seconds. Is the idea of Anthony Rizzo and his opt out, and the and that yes, we'll, and we'll I, go into that. We'll go into that, and yes. and you know the and Mervis and all that stuff too. But um, yeah, and then uh, Ian Happ. I mean, yeah, I mean left field. It's not really known. How the hell okay, is Christian so Yelich on this though? He sucks. That's what I was gonna say, David Peralta. Arizona and Tampa Bay, Christian Yelich in Milwaukee. Look, Christian Yelich is just not the guy. He he. I feel like he's there on name alone. And I don't know. It's that feels like surprisingly to me because I'm not as big a Hap guy as a lot of people are. I, I think that's Hap's Hap's Gold Glove right there. Just because I don't, I don't think the other guys are really showing anything. And and while it seems stupid, right? The bat, you know, it's like it's a Gold Glove is a defensive award, but I feel like these, you know, these writers do kind of look at the shiny object out there and the best sort of all around player, even though they're not, they really shouldn't be. And I mean, of course, it's a voting award. It's a popularity contest. That's, uh, yeah. They're all popularity contests, right? And I feel like Ian Happ's probably the most popular of those three. What do you think? I think he figured out some stuff this year. 
that like especially with the catches he was making all these like he, he was taking really good routes and he was like you know doing that thing where you kind of slide on your butt on purpose just because you get a better angle on the ball and it's you know like especially like on a slicer left field is not an easy place to play at Wrigley Field you got that hard wall out there he's right in front of the well he's got to like deal with like Bleacher Jeff's breath which is on his <laughs> neck all game long just like you know it constantly but we all we all know that he loves that that oh, yeah, warm no. that warm no. oh he does he loves he loves the left field bleacher crew he really does and he's in, in i don't know if you saw that video that he put out on uh, twitter but um jeff got a shout out and that they used the same video of when he was like god bleacher jeff that's my guy and uh, mullet man's in there too and no I, I missed it but uh look at his twitter it's um David Elliott says Yelich has a strand of overcooked linguini for a throwing arm. Yeah. And that's I was true. at a game where, you know, and, and that's that's my biggest knock on on uh, Ian Happ as well. You're right with the catch, like the way that he found his way to the ball and and was really tracking things down, uh, especially in the second half of the year was really good. Well, he I, doesn't have Schwarber's arm. That was great to see when you had he, that catcher arm. Yeah, he just doesn't have I mean, whose arm does he have? Like he, it's his, unfortunately. <laughs> to be, you know, and, and to be fair, like I, I can't throw from second to home. But and, and you know, these guys are are amazing athletes, and I just I'm not seeing it from from him as much with that arm. So, but okay. I, I mean, I guess at left field, it's that's not as big a deal because. You generally don't run on balls hit the left, yeah. Unless they're really deep. Well, I I, I wish him well. I hope he wins it. It would be a year he became I, an all star. Yeah. So, and then I want to get back to the the Rizzo idea. So, I mean, Madden goes out there. He goes on the Cubs Talk podcast and he starts talking. Uh, and this is from Bleacher Nation. I just like screenshotted one of their articles of what. He was talking about on Cubs. I, I did listen to this podcast, so yeah. And uh, but he but Madden said that Riz is kind of an anchor, and he said, "You see what he's doing with the Yankees right now? It's no surprise. You've got uh, Freddie Freeman, you've got Matt Olson, and you've got Rizzo. Those are your three guys." He goes with Anthony. You just watch his demeanor in these big games. You can see he's doing that gig where he charges from first base on potential. Uh, but people have no idea what he was doing. Anthony's just out there playing baseball. That's why I love blah, blah, blah. He's a hard one to lose. I could go on and on. I could evaluate each guy. The one to me, Anthony was almost like the next Billy Williams or something like that. They're Mr. Cub, and it's too bad that he had to leave. And, I mean, he did, And but, it, but he could opt out. And here's the question, like, would you take – I mean – we all heard about what Matt Mervis did, and I'll put it up for everybody to peruse here. Uh, he just hit another one today. He's got at the Arizona Fall League. He's got five home runs down there. Um, IFG, like, I mean, do you want to take your chance on this Mervis guy that seemed to come out of his shell with 36 regular season home runs and along among three minor league teams ran from high A to triple A over the course of the year? I mean, do you just like, hand this guy the job or 
<laughs> or do you go get somebody like Rizzo? I mean, that's my question, I guess. I mean, first of all, I resent being put in the position to agree with Joe Madden on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I truly wow. thought that I truly thought that Rizzo would be buried under first base. I say it all the time. Um, and like my feelings on that haven't particularly changed. I'm, I'm not like the world's biggest Anthony Rizzo fan. I don't own a Rizzo Jersey. I just kind of assumed that he would always be here. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if the plan is to try to bring him back, I'm very okay with that. Um, do I absolutely want to see Matt Mervis come up here and hit a bajillion home runs and become a sensation? Absolutely. I don't if know. You hire man. Rizzo. Rizzo. If you hire him, DH now. Yeah. Someone's got to hit the big. He only Nick, plays first, though. Can you imagine trying right? to put Anthony well, Rizzo anywhere but, else? <laughs> put him out right. I, IFG has a point. The the what DH. I honestly did not even think about DH. Place here. When you asked this question, my first thought was like, I mean, do you want Rizzo will block anybody coming up to first base? He's yeah. just so good right now. Uh, with the glove. But he won't be forever. He's not getting younger. Right. And and that's your that's kind of the give and take of bringing him back. I'm going to put Rizzo's numbers up here. Uh, John Pickus writes in, he said, Billy Williams was a Hall of Famer. Rizzo isn't, to be fair. That's true. But that doesn't change the fact that he was the Billy Williams of this team or you know the big the, toe like that that's what we're saying like uh you know they always say you can't compare eras and but you can kind of compare you can see guys who were a certain thing to their team you know and and Rizzo was he was kind of the heart of that team yeah well and the i don't know how Matt Mervis's defense is but Anthony Rizzo's just world class at, at first base, and you you figure if you're not gonna get, I mean, I mean the defense was pretty horrible this past year for the Cubs. They kicked it around a lot, and they didn't they they didn't get to a lot of balls. Like you know the the range of Nico Horner is not the same as some of these other guys, and um, that's why he's not on the list. That's why I didn't make the the cut of the gold glove. But if you have somebody at first base that can really pick it, that goes a long way to saving some of your other crappy defense. Cause you can just, you can get more done. I mean, I'm not comfortable. People are like, Oh, put wisdom at first. Or like people are now not valuing first base as much as they used to. Really? For some reason at, it does. He's involved in the so Colorado many Rockies what it means to have a good first baseman because I I was living out there when uh oh shit his name's escaping me but he was like an outfielder and they're just like oh he can play first base like they they paid him a shit ton of money to come and play first base because they liked his bat and they just figured he could play first base and guess what he could never play first base <laughs> he was not good at who that. was it and it's killing me 
that I can't think of her right like now. 2007 but, or something like that. Yeah, keep keep talking, and I'll I'll see if I can come up with the name. I'm looking up the 2007 Rockies. Was it Todd? No, Helton? it wasn't 2007 because 2007 they made the World Series. T- Todd Helton? No, they they made the World Series, and and Helton's like. So when was possible it? World Series? No, <laughs> we're 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 talking. Uh, I was there like 2010 to 2020. So was it? Uh, I'm only seeing Todd Helton as their first baseman all the way up through. All right. Um, how about uh, Ben Paulson? Was nope. that it? Good God. Who's that? <laughs> exactly. Was it? No, he was. He was Mark Reynolds. No, Mark Reynolds is actually pretty good at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's who they got. I don't know. Somebody put it in the chat. Uh, Ian Desmond. That's it. Ian Desmond. Okay. Ian Desmond had a, had a bit of a name. He was like outfielder, I think, and and whatever. And they're just like, oh, anybody can play first base. And he went over there, and he just wasn't good at first base. And it, and it like he like just killed their fans. It, like it, it just drove them nuts because he just wasn't good. And then you know, Rizzo's back. Uh, David Elliott writes, Rizzo's back is not getting better. He can platoon first base DH to give Mervis some ABs, but they are both lefties. I know this might be blasphemy, but I don't hate the idea of bringing Jose Abreu to the to the north side. Yeah, and Facebook user says Manreu. <laughs> Not sure what, what that means. <laughs> is that like is that the platoon of uh, of Abreu and Mervis? <laughs> Matt maybe. Matt Mervis, maybe. Yeah. Um, mash, mash, man, Rayu, mash, Rayu. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, I mean, Danny. What do you, what do you think? Of? The, What's your thoughts on bringing Rizzo back? I mean, for uh, I, I mean, I feel like for uh, fan purposes, if they were to do it, a lot of people would be very excited, and I think it would not make the most baseball sense in the world when you do have some guy that plays first base and hits from the left side of the plate that just hit 36 home runs and is mashing at the Arizona Fall League. I'm like, you want to just give that guy a chance and not have some situation where you've now signed Anthony Rizzo to like the next five years of the end of his contract so you can bury him under first base and make it right that he would be a cup for life and he'll have a statue where he's holding up the ball and, you know, after and then or putting it in his pocket or something like that and uh i I think it'd be a shame to to do that um uh to to matt mervis when you could try that out um it would it would feel very much like an arietta thing right yeah well even worse because i feel like you know you see and we'll talk about this right after i don't think it would be worse than arietta i think arietta was arietta was way worse but i mean bringing arietta back to begin with was a terrible idea but yeah like, I don't know. My See, brain is, of course, you know, Mervis and spend your money somewhere else. But also, gosh, I really do like a story. But yeah, for baseball reasons, absolutely. Yeah, don't. It, Anthony Rizzo my, is not the best choice. Yeah. See, my thought is if, if they never let him leave, then I'm over the moon to have him as yeah. a cup. Like, if they never let him leave. But now that he's left, it feels it's it it he's feels his, different. Like he would come back, does. and it would feel different. And then 
if we got his bad years, which, you know, I mean, how would we it not? If, yeah. And then, then we, because of that break in his time with the Cubs, it would only feel like bad years. And yeah. it would actually taint the the image that we have of the guy because well, it would kill him. If my, he had just stayed, that image wouldn't have been tainted. Like, it's it's really it weird. A year and a half could have changed everything if they bring him back. He hit 32 home runs last year. He hasn't done that since 2017. So, uh, And it, I know it's the short porch and all that stuff. I'm not, I haven't not looked into whether or not they would have been home runs at Wrigley. But um, here's my issue. I, and this is the cynical uh, thing. And this is because the Cubs used to do this crap all the time where you'd get some aging guy that, you know, was either good against the Cubs or like had been a Cub before, or, like whatever it was. And then they would get him back and they would get this dude and he'd be old. And uh, then everybody would be like, yeah, we got George Bell or something like that. And we'd be like, we're going to be great now. Well, George Bell's old now. He's not playing as well as he used to. So, um, you know, that would be the situation. But everybody would have heard of him, and they'll buy tickets to come see Anthony Rizzo. People, you know, they don't have – they'll have to pay him a lot. But they'll make it back because people will be like, oh, Riz is back on the team. I love Riz. They're like, yeah, first base, be a DH, just like we're saying. But in the meantime, you're not – you're kind of taking a step backwards with the makeup of the team. But you do need lefty slug, and and, and Mervis no is not one, a guarantee. Mervis is no guarantee, and that's my that that's kind of where that's the only thing that makes me think it possibly bring him back. Uh, I, but I I like Abreu in in that just because if you bring Abreu and it you know. And I, you know, I don't give a shit about the money. Fucking pay Abreu all the money in the world, bring him in, but don't let him block Mervis if Mervis is going to be better. You know what I mean? And we don't have to give a shit if Abreu gets booted. You know what I mean? Like if if Rizzo comes up, there's a there's going to be a, a a large section of the fan base that's never going to want him to leave and he will you know and they think that he should be blocking Mervis if Abreu comes in then nobody cares if he gets benched or DH'd or whatever the fuck they do with him and he's also way older he's 35 uh, and so they're only going to have to give him like two years yeah Rizzo will be in his Jesus year he'll be 33 not that much younger but younger. Um, right, well, I mean, that's if you're given, uh, if you're going to give Abreu two years, right? You'd have to give Rizzo at least four, but probably five. Never, never sign somebody that was on the White Sox. Never do that. It never goes well, except for one time. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> that was a big, big, big time. Yeah. So, um, well, anyway, I guess we'll we'll figure out it, and, and I just think it'd be like a, a cynical move if they brought him back. They would bring him back just to sell the tickets. This, but we'll talk. This, is, this we'll, is what I want Rizzo to do. I want him to get let them wine and dine him. I want him to just fucking just eat every last little bit out of Jed Hoyer, and then just be like, "Fuck you, dude." And then and sign, leave. sign and with the, sign with the White Sox. And go wherever the fuck else, because 
fuck Jed Hoyer. You know, like, I mean, I don't think everybody talks about, oh, well, he'll opt out and he'll just go somewhere. I mean, first off, I don't even know exactly why. Like, he's got what, one year left with He wants more money. More money than what? Than what he's making. He's making 16. Is he going to make more than that? Yeah, if you hit 32 home runs for somebody and you lead your team. You get a gold glove. I don't get a gold glove. Yeah, you will. Yeah, but everybody's talking about this. Like, you know. Does Miami need a first baseman? Maybe he wants to go home. Yeah. I I was going to say, like, maybe Miami or Tampa Bay will never pay him. He has not opted out yet. So and, that, and that's my and that's my point. They made it through the ALCS. He seems to like being there. Yeah, he's not making terrible money. Uh, you know, I don't know if it. it I, I just don't think it's a slam dunk that he opts out. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, let's take another commercial break. Uh, you know, the Christmas season is coming, so please, when you do, Bernie you're, you're, agrees with me. Your online shopping. Yeah, Bernie says he'll stay with the Yankees. I think so, too. But uh, if, if you do your online shopping, think of us here at the Sunranto Show and go to sunranto.com slash shopping and do your Christmas shopping through there. There's all sorts of shit you can buy. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. Welcome back to the Sun Ranto Show. So uh, there's uh, hey, one, one second. We were talking about the Madden thing, right? And then, you know, and what he said about Rizzo. Yeah. I just want to add the one thing because I listened to this show. Uh-huh. And he still, he is trying to redefine what a dirty inning means. Oh, God. Like, he went into this and he said, a runner at first is not a dirty inning. So him bringing in Lester in game seven, according He's to him, because they, they, they said they weren't going to bring him in in a dirty inning because they were talking about somebody else too. And he, he claims that, a runner at first is not a dirty inning. A runner well, he's wrong. would be. He doesn't yeah, know he's what he's wrong. talking about. Yeah. He's, everybody knows he's wrong. Yeah. I just couldn't believe when I'm listening to this dude. Look, I love Joe Madden. Joe, you were fucking wrong. That was the wrong move at that moment. It wasn't good. It all worked out for us. We're all happy. You're still, you know, we love you. Put up your statue someday. I don't give a shit. But... It was a dirty inning, man. I personally have mixed feelings about Joe Madden and, you know, because kind of especially like how he the end of his tenure was not great. Um, uh, so, I mean, but he, he did a lot. Obviously, he's the only manager that ever got it done for the Cubs, even though he tried to lose so badly. So, um, well, uh, 
to come come see the Cubs is going to be slightly cheaper, at least for season ticket holders, because they lowered the prices by five percent average. I'm dropping a link in the chat to a pretty interesting Bleed Cubby Blue article that was uh, posted on their site, and it's um, it, it's. I mean, here's the thing. I think that they were too expensive in the first place. So it's like when something tripled in price and then came down 5%, that's not really a discount. You know, I was getting screwed. Now I'm getting a little less screwed is kind of how I feel about it. But check out this graph. This is the increase. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's interesting. It's, that, that is how everyone should laugh at this graph. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a camel, it, like a one humper. Dude, I'm right with you. I absolutely thought camel when yeah. I when I saw this graph. Makes me want a cigarette. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at this graph, and you can see this is from 1998 to 2023. So that's quite a large amount of time. So uh, if you look at it just as like the CPI, Computer Consumer Price Index. You go up 85% in that amount of time. But bleacher tickets are up 309%. It's triple what just it, it, keeping track with inflation. So and now here's what's happening now. This is from 2017, the year after the Cubs win the World Series. The average bleacher ticket was $63.53. And now it's $44.19. This is in today's dollars. So this is inflation adjusted. So even if you inflation adjust it, it's down even more per average. So 63.53 it's, it's like basically 33% down. Yeah. But but it's got to be because people they've burned through the season ticket holder list. They've tripled the price of beer, like not tripled. They've doubled the price of beer. They've doubled everything, and now they have to dial it back because they saw demand destruction at at the gates this year. It yeah. was so. Um, so I think it's kind of interesting. It makes me wonder though. They got well, over their did, skis. Did you say they they didn't have a single sellout this year, right? No. They, they didn't have a single sellout, and they burned through their entire uh, season ticket holder wait list. Yeah, the whole thing. Even Tony's cat. <laughs> Tony's cat got the call. Speaking so, of cats, David Elliott says, need more screen time for IFG's pets. Yeah, there was a dog around I saw before. There was a dog and a cat kind of rolling around behind. Yeah, we <laughs> we need we need more animals. It, it, they always say, "Who is it?" WC Fields said, "Never, never work with children or, or animals." Yeah, no, yeah. nobody, nothing makes a podcast like viewer or whatever more excited than seeing somebody's animal. If you've learned anything from listening to podcasts, as soon as an animal comes on, people get excited. Uh, I believe Ivy Envy had chickens on their show. <laughs> they did. <laughs> well, <Thank> you, Hicks. <laughs> only only for a little bit because then then they had a fox that killed yeah, all the, the, the fox killed all the chickens. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to raise uh, chickens when I was in Oregon. I had thirteen of them. Uh, I unlucky called number. them my balkers. Every time I saw a balk, I named a chicken. So I had like Adam Adovino and Kelly Jansen. Uh, nice. How can you tell them apart? They all had their own attitudes. Uh, 
like Different Kenley Jensen up. would come up and like bug me on the front porch if I hadn't come out and given her food yet. And I love yeah. Kenley. And she was great. I, Adam Adovino would just like, you know, hang around. You know. Anyway, they all have these little, uh, but they, uh, yeah, we, we had the wildfire up in Oregon in, oh, in yeah. 2020. Uh, the fire came up to just almost a mile from our house. And uh, I think a bear got into the chicken pen or something like they they didn't survive oh man that's sad yeah. i thought uh, you were going to tell us you made them into like chicken wings right there yeah out your no. Back door. <laughs> um no that that's i mean especially like if a bear you know gets in there and you're like you and see that's the thing is like I, if i had chickens i'd end up being a vegetarian because i would like end up loving these chickens and i would like disassociate my uh, i'm right now i'm currently disassociated by from from uh, all my food, you know, because I'm like a city kid. I'm like, where's chickens come from? I'm like the store. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Danny got a cat come. like a year and a half ago, and he has not eaten a cat since. No, I have exactly. I've not eaten a single cat. I used to love cat too, you know. So, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it's 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 a uh, cat's cheaper meat, just like uh, the tickets at Wrigley Field. Um, yeah, my cat does not want to be on this show. I guarantee you that. She is not a Cubs fan. She is not a fan of the Cubs. She just doesn't no, she's like She's black. It. She's, she's yeah. sporting those socks colors. Yeah, she. Yeah, exactly. So um, uh, at Wrigley Field, uh, they're going to do a winter fest, and they're starting to build it. I took this picture. You can kind of see through the right field door um, that they're, they're going to be building an ice skating rink this year inside the ballpark. Where now check this out. This this is pretty cool. Now, this is why I think the Cubs aren't gonna sign anybody because they're gonna be having so much fun with this Winterfest and making all this money off of a uh infield express train <laughs> that you can ride around the oh, infield. I know. There's okay. a there's I'm, a world I'm ride. Take all my fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't this look fun? Yes. It does. It looks it, fun. I want to ice skate, and I I'm not good at ice skating. And I want to ride the train. I want to have some hot chocolate, hot cocoa, oh. hot cocoa cups ride. So it's like the spinning teacups, like they have at uh, Disney. And uh, <laughs> somebody's gonna puke rum shot on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a winter tube ice slide, which. You know, Crawley's gonna break something going down that. <laughs> He's gonna be hammered going down that ice slide. I'll be at the bottom taking pictures of his broken body at the bottom, all bloody and mangled. And then, um, get then there's the ice rink. It'll be all on the field. And then, and then what is is it? Chalet Row. Yeah, there's. You can rent a chalet. And um, I looked into it uh, because it's kind of expensive. They give you a little party house. Yeah. But they give you, they don't give you booze. Like it's like 60. It's, they said it's between 60 and 120 bucks a head. You have to have like 20. Yeah. It's kind of expensive. I thought you were going to say 60 or 120 bucks. I'm like, that sounds about right. That sounds good. And then you said each and yeah, each they're looking for a lot of money, tight. and all they do is give you chocolate and some like cocoa and stuff. And I'm like, that's some expensive ass cocoa. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm <laughs> not <laughs> doing that. So, but I did look into it because I was like, well, for Cubs caroling this year on December 17th, so 
Uh, That's exactly I, what I was thinking. I'm like, for 60 or 100, even 120 bucks, like we could totally do that. Well, like, here's the other thing. Sold out. I looked into it. Sold out. They're sold out Cubs caroling day. So I, I'm thinking that we might be able to get group rates or something. It's five bucks to get in this thing, and then you got to pay for tickets to get on the ride. So they have some sort of package deal or something like that. There's also like where they've they've never done this in the stadium before, by the way, just so everybody knows it's only been at Gallagher way. So this is like pretty much triple what they've done in the past. It's pretty awesome. They Then outside they have a tree, a big Christmas tree, plus a carousel. I said that weird. A carousel. <laughs> a carousel. No, no, you said it exactly how the, uh, you know, the accountants say it. A carousel. Wrong syllable. Um, so, and then there's a the Chris Kindle market, which actually is just like overpriced, like wooden ornaments and you know, glue you know vine what? and stuff. You're, you know? you're right. That's overpriced, kind of like you know, cheesy shit, but it creates for me, at least it creates like a nice little, like, Oh, this is nice. And I'm walking through the things and it's like, I'm looking at, you know, all these little, I don't buy a damn thing, but you know, I like to have my hot chocolate and my coffee and walk through there. I, I think this is small though, but this is better. Yeah, this is, this is actually, this is pretty cool. I can totally see. Um, at least for one time, buying my way into this thing. Oh no, I'm going. It's trade. I guess it's only five bucks to get in, and then you got to pay for rides. So you can you can do whatever you want, you know. And, then, and there, I'll look more into it at some point. And uh, I hope go the down ice skating rink is bigger. I think it it looks like it would be based on the this, picture. That's like a fucking. That's like a. a NHL sized ring. Well, well, not really. It's basically all of right field and part of center. Yeah, no, you're like not really all of right field. They put they put the NHL rink when the Blackhawks played there was oh, that like was historical. Yeah, it it was like uh third base to first base. Oh, that's it? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's not that big. So I doubt this is to scale, <laughs> but you know, it looks like it's to scale, of course. But, uh, yeah, that looks like a giant ice skating rink. And uh, Santa Claus will be there. So we can uh, go ask for a new shortstop. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the other uh, thing that's ownership. Ha- the other thing that's happening over there, and uh, then we'll uh, wrap up this show, is that the sports book is nearly done. Just in time for Christmas to go go blow all the kids' Christmas present money <laughs> at the freaking sports book. Take your five dollars and go inside the stadium, kids. I'll, so, I'll be over at the sports book. Somebody asked me. Now everybody hates it. Like I've I've been going down there and I've been posting on Twitter about it, and people that didn't know about it are outraged. And the more and more people find out about it, and they see that this glass and steel monstrosity that's blocking a hundred and what 12 year old building whatever it is now um hundred and i don't know what it is but it's it's old and it has landmark status and people ask me well how can they get away with this with landmark status so i want you to take a look at this picture here it's not attached it's not attached do you see where the uh 
right where the um, uh, sports book meets the stadium, there is a tiny gap in between. <laughs> like hold it's on, like a six inch gap, but it's just it's enough. Can, can you zoom in on that? I can't. I believe I see people Jimmy can Hoffa. individually zoom in on it. Jimmy Hoffa is stuck in that gap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's total bullshit, and it's it's ugly. I mean, it's just it you know it's. It's very glass. They, they could have, because this is the thing you could do when you don't have a thing and you're going to build a thing. You could have made it look like the thing that you're building it next to. Yeah. Like, just make it look like the fucking field. Just make it look yes. like it was always there. Right. Do the wrought iron work. Make it green and brick, you know, like make it part of the stadium if it's going to be there. Make it look like it's supposed to be. Yeah. That is fucking gold toilets and Donald Trump all over this bullshit. Yeah. And they got uh, now they do have like it looks like a roof deck, which um, if you lose it all, it's it's not quite high enough to do the deed, but it's uh. It, but it, I think that'll be nice for the. <laughs> for, it's high enough. It's high enough to get a good insurance payout. Yeah, if it's. <laughs> but it's you're, uh, gam- you're gambling on the insurance payout when yeah, you jump. It's it's in it's in right field. So left field has and has had a pretty nice deck out there for a while. Um, that they they built right field doesn't have as much. This is gonna be pretty nice for people in the upper deck of right field to be able to go out there. On to be a, fair, you have to be able to jump six inches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's illegal. So, um, yeah, it, I'm I'm pretty sad about it. It sucks. I I don't like gambling. I don't like, and we should do a show about this sometime. I don't like what how gambling is taking over sports. Right we now, only like when you lose and we win. Yeah, I only I only <laughs> like it for for when I make money. So, I mean, I know it it makes a lot of people more into the game, but it makes it makes me think you're a fan of money and not the team, you know, because you're just mad because your parlay didn't come through because like well, yeah. didn't get enough hits or whatever, you know. Oh, that that's exactly what it is. I mean, that's what fantasy football is. I played fantasy football for years. And I was a Bears fan, and it was, I mean, you, you you can either be a fan or you can be a gambler because you have to bet against your team or, like, if you get to bet for your team, that's just a bonus. Like, that's not how people gamble. They watch their team, and then they're like, yeah, I think, I think Justin Fields is only going to get 80 yards this, you know. IFG, you a gambler? You ever put Absolutely any money on the not. team? Nope, I don't gamble ever. Um, I I watch sports because I want to root for the good boys to do good things and you know <laughs> support my team. If you ask me at the beginning of every season who's going to win the World Series, I'm going to say the Chicago Cubs until they prove me otherwise. It's that's why it was that was screwing up the gambling numbers actually for years because of people like us who were just like, yeah, 2012, I'll put. 10 bucks on the Cubs and they would always have like seven to one odds, you know, for no reason. It's like, they don't even have a pitching staff and there's like favored ridiculous. We're the worst. So, um, 
anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not happy about it. And what's the dumbest thing about it is like you can freaking gamble on your phone. You don't need to go in there. But well, you know, I mean, not in Wrigley because the the Wi-Fi sucks. But yeah, exactly. You can't place <laughs> a bet. Yeah, they, they're spending and all this money on better now. They're going to force you out there. They better get better Wi-Fi if they're going to build that monstrosity. So, um, all right. So we're at the end of the show. Announcements. I do have that. First of all, the Cubs miss carols. That is happening. Okay. December. I cannot wait. It's going to be really fun. December 17th. There is a Facebook invite. I'm going to drop it in the chat here. Um, it is hosted by the Sunranto show. So if you follow Sunranto on uh facebook then you can join the event but i'm dropping it in the chat here as well i don't know if twitter can see this but um the i made an evite as well so i know it was like what is this 2002 like who makes evites anymore well me you you have been sending postcards for months exactly like so, i mean exactly. where are we at <laughs> exactly i'd like to, to get kick it old school but i've made an evite just because not everybody's on facebook so you can share this with your and friends and everything should be and i don't have all the details in there yet and i'm gonna have the cubs carol hymnal that i write every year i did write one cubs carol for and and it's gonna end the show today so that the first oh. cubs carol of the season God we're doing- damn it this this is just getting crazy. It's not even October 31st. It's not, no, no, it's not even Halloween. And we're already doing Christmas and grumble, grumble, grumble. And well, I, what? but here, check this out. I, I, if, if you win the Cubs caroling contest, now this is a contest. You can start sending in your Cubs carols. Now make Michael mad. And let's start Christmas early. We're starting it two months early. And this is the Leo DeRocher. Uh, looks like it's near mint baseball card from 1970. Uh, this It's worth $69. Nice. nice. Yeah. So uh, this is the prize for the winner of the Cubs Carol Contest. So get writing. I'm giving people ample time to get writing. You know, I know Michael's already working on something. No, that's fine. You can tell them to. Like, you can start buying your gifts now, but we don't fucking decorate uh, for Christmas before Halloween. No. And you don't, you know. You don't tug on Superman's cake. cake. <laughs> you don't spin you into don't the, wind. the wind. <laughs> you don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. You don't mess around with Jim. Well, um, I mean, Jim's nice. I like Jim. You can mess around with Jim a little bit. So uh, the Amazon uh, prize of the month is, thank you. A lot of people have been telling me they've been using our Amazon search bar. And here's a way you can do it. Fill your cart on Amazon, then go to sunrancer.com slash Amazon. Then just click on one of our things and then just check out. And then we get credit for your whole cart. So uh, this, it, it helps the show. It helps the show. Tickets and beer. Uh, hymnals, Cubs Carol hymnals will all be paid for with with the money that we get. Uh, so uh, l- look at these. Uh, we got some really nice products that people see. People are starting Christmas early. A U.S. toy giant stocking, 38 inches. That's really not that big. <laughs> That's three feet. 
three foot stock. I guess is a large stock. You could fit a lot good of stuff. Stocking, yeah. So, thought that was a, a nice thing. I mean, thing. my entire leg might only be three feet. Yeah, so that's a. I mean, so that's a, a thigh high stocking, I guess, <laughs> if you will. This this might be a lot sexier than you thought it was. Got some uh, roach killing bait there. So uh, and the ro- oh hot shot roach attract bait. Somebody got roaches. Yeah, you know what's not on there is the two wigs that I just bought, and Emily yelled at me afterwards that I didn't go through the Sunranto link. Oh. So well, there's one person in our family that actually knows what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so uh, there's a, let's see what else we get in here. Some shorts, D batteries. I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't, what are, you, what are you looking at? I said the D batteries must be a Philly fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get ready for the World Series. <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> stock it up. So um anyway, uh thanks to all of you that have been using our Amazon search bar. We're gonna announce the winner of that uh the next show. And as we'll we'll also be announcing the Patreon prize of uh the person that's gonna win the long sleeve hoodie. Uh so join our Patreon. You could be it's only a dollar a month, like twelve dollars a year and if you want to give us money you can venmo us or paypal us on those little qr codes on the screen right now um please review the podcast i I, i'm saying it again (laughs) this is two times in one night deep seth kennedy d batteries power the dongs and vibes (laughs) and and if you go to the sunranto swag page you can get the dongs and vibes yeah you can buy them both no there is like there is um uh uh uh, sex toy uh we uh, like you could shop for sex toys somebody's done it before it's one of the, the people don't use the uh, that that too often um but yeah somebody did one time so it makes me feel good that that somebody is out there thinking about me when they're, they're buying their sex toys it makes, oh, makes me blush they're not thinking they're not thinking about you a <laughs> uh, boy could dream right so uh, please review our podcast on iTunes and also They're lying to their wives. I'm on Sun Ranto, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not using I'm not their search the bars. <laughs> so uh, I also wanted to say that thank you so much to all those that gave to these uh, Mike Leonard condolences jersey uh, fund. We have money in there now, which I feel like is bad luck because you're just waiting for somebody to die and spend the money. But um, we bought this, uh, and so there's now there's extra money. I'll give some to the Cancer Foundation, which he wanted to as well, but it's like 100 bucks or something. But I bought this. Uh, his dad's favorite player was Ralph Kiner. So we bought this 8x10 vintage photograph autograph, um, and uh, it was just about 30 bucks, and sent that to Brian. And I haven't heard from him yet, but he's dealing with a lot of stuff right now. But um, I'm sure he's going to really appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know. that's pretty nice. So, but thank you for all that. Did and uh, Bleacher Bum Band, we're starting a new album. We have in so far an eight song album ready to go. That's bad because not, it's baseball. So I uh, nine players, nine innings. You know, I need nine songs to go on the album. So I asked on Facebook and on Twitter um, uh, what I should write a ninth song on to record and put on this record we got some pretty good um we got some pretty good suggestions here uh the ball hawks white want me to write about them <laughs> which i'm like that's you know ball hawking like in general 
get my tie guy in there, you know, talk about the, you know, what an idiot Zach Hample is. <laughs> so <laughs> Dennis Huffman wants a song about how much we hate the new sports book. Um, D- Mike Dubs Radio wants uh, a song about the wave, banning the wave. So no wave at Wrigley. I have that uh, no wave at Wrigley, no sleep till Brooklyn parody, but I don't have an original. This uh, all have to be originals too. So as I, I can't record a parody. I have to pay for that. So I have to write a new song. Um, Ryan Williams uh, wants me to write about Mark Grace and his slump busters. That seemed a little racy. Um, it, and, and slump busters is tough to rhyme. I mean, you. I mean, I often thought that <laughs> if, if I wanted to do that song, uh, the Slump Busters, I would do it to Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters. <laughs> if, you gonna if you want Mark Grace and Wrigley Phil, what you gonna do, Slump Busters? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! That, I mean, I think I just wrote it. Why? Why didn't we do that for? That's our new next year. That's our Halloween song that we'll do. You always like to get those videos of everybody doing their yeah. Thing. Then Next it, year's going to be slump busters. Yeah. So I like the, maybe a song about uh, Wesley Davidson suggests the ballad of intelligent spending for Jed Hoyer. <laughs> like, I don't think that's, that's talking about something that's hard to you can make talk sound about, musical. Well, you could sing about Daniel Descalso and uh, what was our, our shortstop this year? Andrelton Simmons, and, yeah, you know, I, like, I really don't want to sing about those guys. <laughs> And then uh, finally, uh, and a couple people uh, suggested this as well, not to, not just this guy, but the wise guys wants me to write about peeing in the trough. And Charlie Hargrave added, nothing like locking eyes with another man while draining the main vein. And That can be a love song. Well, I did actually write a song um, called Troughin. <laughs> I did. And, and I don't know, it's like a surf song. Just um, a troughin. No, it was like no, it, was, it, it wasn't was like, a parody troughin, of troughin. It was. It went troughin, troughin. Nature's calling. A drink too much, you'll go too often. Taking a pee, <laughs> try not to pee. It's troughin. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there we go. So, but I, I don't know. It's like you know, it's a little lowbrow, even for yeah, me. <laughs> that's always that's always an, an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying try to be a better person in my old age. I mean, didn't you sing a song about how Harry Carey's piss lives yeah. on in the Budweiser tap? Yeah, Harry lives on but in the tap. We still do that. Brow. Well, that's what I'm saying. I already got a song about pee. I can't have like all the <laughs> songs being song, about pee. <laughs> so, anyhow. Um, so, keep suggesting them. I'm enjoying this. Uh, trying to think of it. Um, so I did think of maybe one writing write one about uh, uh, the uh, how Clark doesn't wear pants, like being pantsless, like pants the pant Clark the pantsless mascot or something like that. I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah, that's tough. So TFCs. Uh, Wait, David Elliott says Sunrancer equals low. Didn't Bernie Barron hit that on her uh, Christmas song last year? Yeah. Trough the pantsless, yeah. Trough the pantsless, Clark. The pantsless. <laughs> Trough the pantsless. Clark. No, there's that's a mascot. If we ever add another mascot, like the Reds have like seventeen mascots, <laughs> I trophy, <laughs> trophy. <laughs> he just comes out. Trophy. <laughs> 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 
Dongs and vibes. Dongs and vibes and troughs. Uh, that's the name of this. I'm going to write that down. That's the name of this show. Dongs, vibes, and troughs. Um, I, <laughs> I just can't find a pen. Oh, here we go. Oh, I, I camera. Please I draw, us, draw us a trophy. <laughs> the trophy, the mascot. Dogs, I'm writing it down. The map of Chicago and just trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hashtag chance in the chat. You can wait. Oh, thank you for writing that down. Dogs, vibes, and troughs. That, no, that's the name of this episode now. Um, I got a few TFCs. Trophy the snowman. Trophy the snowman. Trophy <laughs> in a winter wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yellow snow everywhere <laughs> and if trophy's not wearing pants everybody gets it yeah oh man so um i got a i got a tfc here um now i don't know if you guys saw that um, Albert Pujols has a new cereal. Yes, oh, yeah. he does. I saw this. A cereal. It's oh called gosh. Pujols Crunch. And uh, I, I tweeted out that Pujols Crunch, I said it tastes like Ben Gay and foot cream. And uh, I don't know. It's just, and then uh, Jamie Baker says, and it's obviously five years older than the box's package date says it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then uh, <laughs> just repackaging some stuff. Somebody else replied to me posting about Pujols Crunch and uh, Supervillain said, yeah, but after I ate them, I got all swole and my bat speed shot up. Weird back acne, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that. Um, do you have a TFC or you already used yours? No, you know what? I have another one. Do your next one. I've got a. Apparently, I forgot to pull it into the. Okay, thing, but I so I yeah, I've got a few of them. So I've got the this one here. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's been a string of robberies around Wrigley Field, um, right in broad daylight, right on Clark Ad and Addison. In fact, by the Taco Bell Cantina, um, two two to three suspects will uh, force you into a car at gunpoint and then steal your phone and wallet and uh, then uh, release you unharmed. So uh, that happened to like five, six different people right there at pretty late at night, like one in the morning, just p- picking up drunk, drunk people coming out of those bars and just robbing them. So, uh, so I posted about that on Twitter, and then uh, there was a reply to my post, and Tony Naomi says, rumor has it 2.6 million people were robbed this summer in that very spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. No, very funny. All right. Apparently, I cannot find the the other TFC that I had. Okay. Well, I have I have then one more. Okay, and then uh, we'll play a Christmas song. We'll do chance, and then we'll play a Christmas song. Hashtag chance in the chat. So, uh, this uh, Bleacher Nation tweeted out uh, an article that they wrote about Wilson Contreras said if or about the Cubs catching situation. It said he said if not Wilson Contreras, what are the Chicago Cubs planning to do at catcher? And Eco Gal says, fail. They plan to continue to fail. <laughs> so yes. that's what it was. Leave it. That's a good last one. <laughs> oh, God. 
So, yeah, we didn't even talk about that tonight because I'm sick of talking about it. Anyhow, um, so uh, let's let's uh, do a little chance giveaway, shall we? Let's see who's going to win the uh, – so I've got to share my screen here. See, yeah, last chance to get in on the chance. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag chance yeah. in the chat. Hashtag. Okay, here we go. And round and round she goes. Where she big money, big money. No, no Emmys, 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 no Emmys. Seth Kennedy, the winner. Uh, Seth Kennedy uh, won before. I recently sent a chance postcard. Now he's getting another one. And uh, he will also be entered to win that Pedro Strope singing karaoke bobblehead. Yep. Yeah, you, you can't win if you don't enter. And if you enter, apparently you just win all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, Seth. You the man. Uh, we have these uh, QR codes if you want to just give us money to spend on tickets and beer and to be split evenly uh, amongst the three of us. And um, uh, I, I'm going to play a Christmas song. And um, Too early. It's it, well. I I just want to get people in the in the mood. I think you'll enjoy this one. It's it's okay. I've actually been thinking about two different Christmas songs already. I've been been percolating and writing little snippets in my in my brain. See, the thing is, that as a musician, you have to be pre prepared. You got to start working on this before Thanksgiving. Which Otherwise- is which is why I said that. Everyone yep. knows if I'm anything fucking musician right here baby yeah and uh ifg <laughs> you should get in on this too i will endeavor yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> no we, we need we need more uh we've had some great uh, uh, i mean i always sometimes i'm i will just think about uh john jergovan's rally tits lady and his song he did away in the major about this woman that took her top off at wrigley field <laughs> and, he, and he just and it was just it was so but he just told the story of that day and, well, and it was and, so cold <laughs> and the video he made was amazing too in his car he, he was he was doing his own backup vocals and everything like it was that was great yeah and then i, it, I remember bernie barons from last year the about the the donkey one Clark yeah, the Cub. D- yeah, he's Clark the Cubs mascot. Diggity dink, ding dong, ding dong, the pantsless Cubs mascot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was good. So, um, well, this one is to Little Drubber Boy, and it's called Little Cup Snake Boy. So, uh, <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> nice. But uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Cotton, IFG. Thanks for being here. We had a good time hanging out with y'all. And um, we'll see you. I, we're going to do a Twitter Spaces. We'll see how this World Series is going. We'll be back at you next week to talk about the games at some point. And um, in the meantime, uh, don't kill yourself. (laughs) 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 Come back now, you hear? Boy, we started dark, we ended dark. Yeah, Yeah, you got to go dark. It's the off season. We just went full circle. It's the dark season. It is the dark season. um, Nice nice talking to you all. All right. Yeah. This is the Little Cup Snake Boy. In the bleachers, cups, 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 cups. The drunken frat boys want cups, 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 cups. They're building a beer snake cups, 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 cups. 
gets taken in the eighth cups, 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 cups. Bleacher Jeff thinks that they suck, 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 suck. Stacking up cups. Cups, cups, cups. Saliva and backwash. Cups, 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 cups. Seventy bucks they paid. Cups, 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 cups. To barely watch the game. Cups, 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 cups. Cups, 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 cups. Cups, 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 cups. Of the Cubs, 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 instead of beer cups, instead of beer cups, Merry Cubs, Miss.